0: Live around the globe, it's time for Rudy Max's world on the SSI Radio Network. I've
1: been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. across the deserts, bare man i breathe the mountain air man I travel i've had
0: my share man i've been everywhere get on the phone now and call 800-387-8025 that's 1-800-387-8025 or email the show at info at RudyMaxa.com. and now the savvy traveler himself rudy maxa
2: welcome back to rudy Maxa's world where it's all travel all the time hey Get off the sofa. It's National Trails Day, and the American Hiking Society encourages you to do a little walking this weekend. In a few minutes, I'll be joined by John Michaels from the American Hiking Society. He is uh, going to tell us a little more about America's trails. Then we're going to learn about an unusual place in Mexico. Well, it's actually all over the world, or there are outlets of it all over the world. It's a tourist attraction run entirely by kids. They handle the money. They make the rules. It's called Kidzania. And there are locations in Mexico as well as in Dubai, Malaysia, Portugal, Korea, Japan, Indonesia. Eventually there may be one coming to the U.S. soon. We're going to talk with an executive of Kidzania, not a kid but a grown-up, about this unusual attraction. And speaking of Mexico, northern Mexico is mainly known for its narco wars these days. But an American researcher has found Monterey, Mexico, is filled with people making it one of the happiest places in the world. Sound like a contradiction? Well, we're going to talk with Dan Buettner, author of the best-selling book called Blue Zones, who just returned from Monterey. And then there's a new website that will allow you to collect money from your friends to travel. How nice is that? It's called mytab.co, and Heidi Kundle from the site will be on board to explain. But first, in honor, in honor of uh, uh, this National Hiking Day, We're going to be joined by John Michaels. He's the trail program's manager at the American Hiking Society. Welcome to Rudy Max's World, John.
3: Hi, thanks for
4: having me.
2: How did National Trails Day come to be?
4: National Trails Day uh, first came about from a report espoused by Ronald Reagan's Commission on Americans Outdoors in 1987. Uh, The recommendation was called Trails for All Americans, and it stated that every American should have the ability to leave their house by foot and within 15 minutes be on trails. Uh, that bring them through their cities and towns, uh, and all the way back home without retracing their steps. Um, and so, a few years later, in 1993, American Hiking Society thought it would be a great idea to launch National Trails Day uh, to celebrate trails and to get all Americans outdoors.
2: I don't know if you can put a number to this, but do you have any idea how many Americans can walk out the door and within 15 minutes be near a trail?
4: I have no idea, but certainly <laughs> not enough.
2: And, and, and what happens on National Trails Day, which we're honoring this weekend?
4: So on National Trails Day, uh, a whole bunch of hiking clubs and individuals are hosting their own National Trails Day events. And those events range from hiking events uh, to biking events, horseback riding, paddling, uh, trail maintenance, geocaching, basically you name it. And those events are all registered with us, American Hiking Society, and most of them are free, open to the public. Uh, any American can just log on to our website, find an event near them, and just attend one of these great events.
2: And what is your website?
4: Americanhiking.org.
2: Okay. And I gather that states and counties and cities have posted their events with you so that no matter where you live or where you're listening to this radio show now, you can just click in and uh, find something maybe 15 minutes from your door or closer.
4: Uh, yeah, that's correct. Um, right now we have events registered in all 50 states uh, plus Puerto Rico. so. Uh, there should be something for everybody.
2: How many folks participate in this each year?
4: It fluctuates, and we don't have a perfectly accurate number. But last year, we reported approximately three hundred and thirty thousand Americans got out on their trails.
2: That's a lot of Americans. Step back and tell me, what is the condition? How are American trails these days? Are we a leader in the world in keeping up good trails and making them available to citizens? Um,
4: I think we do a pretty good job at uh, having trails. You know, we have. Some great government agencies that keep our public lands open uh, all year round, if, or at least most of the year, um, and so th- I think we do a pretty good job. I don't know that how we stack up against other countries.
2: And I suppose the the definition of trails can vary widely, can it?
4: It can. Um, yeah, we celebrate National Trails Day, and that can mean anything from uh, you know dirt trails to mountain trails to even water trails. Are certainly trails.
2: Uh, John, what are you doing to celebrate National Trails Day this weekend?
4: I am going to Patapsco Valley State Park with several other staff members, and we're celebrating uh, National Trails Day with the North Faces Explore Your Parks program. Um, we'll be going up there and leading several hikes uh, in the morning and early afternoon. It should be a fun
2: time. And to to do a legitimate hike, do you need a lot of stuff other than a good pair of shoes?
4: Um. We recommend our 10 essentials of hiking. Uh, Those can also be found on our website. Uh, Of course, you'll want to take water bottle, bug spray are just a couple of the things. Um, But good shoes are definitely critical to a good hike.
2: (laughs) What do you do at the American Hiking Society during the year when you're not getting ready for the the trails weekend?
4: Um, I also run a program called the National Trails Fund, which is a private grants program. um, we get money from sponsors, and uh, we redistribute that, that to trail clubs who want to do some trail maintenance or uh, install signage, things of that nature. So I, I coordinate that um, nope. grants program as well.
2: And you're funded by?
4: Um, MSR and Thermarest. That's, a, that's for National Trails Fund. Uh, the National Trails Day also has sponsors.
2: No, right, But you're a nonprofit. Yes, that's correct. John Michaels is the trail programs manager with the American Hiking Society based in Silver Spring, Maryland. If you'd like more information, go to their website, which is AmericanHiking.org. John, have a great time hiking through the uh, wilds of Maryland there, and uh, happy National Trails Weekend and National Trails Day to you. In other news, this travel news this week, the chief financial officer of United Continental said in a speech that he thinks Internet service on airline flights should be free to passengers. He thinks it would make more sense for airlines to make money by taking a cut of any purchases made by passengers online. You know, if they order flowers for their wife or make dinner reservations, buy something on Amazon.com. That presents commercial opportunities, says John Rainey. I'm sure most passengers would second his emotion. And hours after being released from prison, a convicted thief went through an emergency door at San Diego's airport this week. He walked right under the tarmac and boarded a United Express flight to Los Angeles without a ticket. Completely bypassed TSA screeners, excuse me, screeners. An alarm did go off and the door opened, but by the time the police arrived, the man had blended in with other passengers. It was only after a flight attendant took a passenger count and noticed there was one too many people aboard that the man was identified and arrested. Now, Police at TSA put their best face possible on the incident, pointing to multiple levels of security. Frankly, I don't call a flight attendant taking a passenger count a level of security. And if I were the San Diego airport, I'd take a close look at those doors and how close the police are to them um, at any given moment. Not a good story to hear. Not not reassuring and. And heartwarming. Got a big hour coming up in the next uh, next uh, segment. We're going to talk about something called Kidzania. I'd never heard of it. There are apparently these uh, attractions all over Mexico and elsewhere around the world, and they're coming to the United States. These are entire towns where kids, where kids are, kids run it. They take the money, they make the decisions, they man all the stores and and such. We'll learn about it from an executive who is not a kid. Her name is Cami Dunaway, uh, and she's the president of American Kidzania. Kidzania. We'll get all those details and a whole lot more coming up. So stick around at Rudy Max's World. We've got a full plate this hour. Don't go away. We'll be right back.
0: Rudy Max's World phone lines are open now, so call us at 800-387-8025. We'll be back after these messages.
2: Ever wondered what you do if you were seriously sick or injured on a trip? You need On Call International, and joining me is the company's CEO, Mike Kelly. Now, Mike, why is this protection so critical?
3: Medical evacuation in the U.S. or abroad can cost $30,000, or even $100,000 and is rarely covered by major medical plans, including Medicare. On Call International membership protects your health and wallet with services, including evacuation to the hospital of your choice. And
2: right now you can save 30% off your membership with the code RUDY30 at OnCallInternational.com. Get
1: in the zone! Gas mileage can suffer the longer you wait to change your oil. And with gas prices so high, regular oil changes can help protect your engine and your wallet. Right now at AutoZone, get a 5-plus-quart jug of Valvoline conventional motor oil and an STP oil filter for just $20.99. Or upgrade to Valvoline Max Life High Mileage for just a little more. See store for restrictions and details. Fight off high gas prices with help from AutoZone. Parts are just part of what we do. Get in the zone.
0: AutoZone. On my journey to help save people money on car insurance, people have been really surprised to learn that GEICO can also help with renter's insurance. They're even more surprised when I tell them it costs as little as $12 a month. But perhaps what's most surprising is that I still live with my mum. Yeah, I know, I really should start thinking about renting my own place. But then I'll have to get my own tea kettle. Sofa, shower curtain, soap dish. Visit
1: geico.com
2: to see how affordable renter's insurance can be. Do you or someone you know have an overseas trip coming up? Perhaps a college student preparing to study abroad or someone planning a honeymoon or trip of a lifetime. Why not get a feel for the place by ordering one of my DVDs? From Paris to Hong Kong, Tokyo to Tuscany, I've made more than 80 shows on the world's great destinations. Knowing a bit about the history, culture, people, and cuisine of a city or region beforehand can enrich any trip. Just click on store at www.maxa.tv to sample my DVDs. That's maxa.tv. And check out the new Blu-rays as well.
0: The telephone number to call the program is 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or visit the show online at rudymaxa.com.
2: Here again is Rudy Maxa. Welcome back to the show. This segment's brought to you by the good folks at OnCall International. We all know that sometimes the unexpected happens while you're on the road, and if it does or when it does, you can protect yourself with a reasonably priced annual membership at OnCall International. The company provides great assistance that you might need during an unforeseen medical or travel emergency, even a situation like political or social unrest if it breaks out in the place you are travel you have traveled to. From unexpected illnesses before you travel or while you're on the road to life-threatening accidents, delayed luggage, or legal woes, On Call International gives you the help you'll need to return home or get back to enjoying your trip. You can find more information at OnCallInternational.com or log on to RudyMaxa.com right there on the homepage. Scroll on down and click on OnCall International. Well, there's a, there are multiple attractions that run under the name Kid Xania all over the world. And I've got to be honest, I've never... Until I became aware of this website and, and and the next guest we're talking to, I didn't know about Xania. We're joined by Cammie Dunaway. She is uh, American Kidzania uh, president. And I was just reading about it on the website. Let me, before I uh, uh, let uh, Cammie talk, let me just say that this is, uh, these are parks uh, that allow kids between the ages of 4 to 12 to role play by mimicking traditional adult activities. Uh, as in the real world, children perform jobs and are paid for their work as a fireman, a doctor, a police officer, a journalist, shopkeeper, um, or they pay to shop or to be entertained. It's an indoor theme park. It's a city built to scale for kids, complete with buildings, paved streets, vehicles, a functioning economy, uh, sponsored and branded by na- multinational and local brands. Cami, uh, uh, this is, uh, why haven't I heard of this before?
5: Hi, Rudy. Um, well, hopefully after this.
6: Uh, now I have, you and
5: all of your your uh, listeners will want to experience Kizani. I think it's really a must-do for families who are traveling internationally this summer.
2: And it and looks like you're all over the place. That you're in uh, Dubai and Indonesia, and certainly in Mexico. I guess where it started, it's all over the place.
5: Yeah, we have ten locations in seven countries um, right now. We've got an additional thirteen under construction. But if folks are traveling to Japan, we have in Tokyo, and Osaka, we're in Seoul, Uh, we opened in Kuala Lumpur earlier this year, Um, Jakarta, Dubai, Lisbon, we're opening in Santiago, Chile uh, later this month. So it's an amazing experience for children.
2: Now, is this a huge place? Is is this like a Disney World-sized place? They are
5: pretty large. They're about 75,000 square feet. Um, They really are kid-sized replicas of real cities. So they have everything you would expect in a real city. There's a fire station. There's a theater. There are multiple factories where kids can learn about producing different products. There's a bank where kids get a bank account. They get an ATM card, get encouraged to save all of the money that they're making from practicing their various careers. So Now,
2: now, wait, now wait, when you say kid-sized, I mean, I imagine miniature buildings.
5: Uh, nope, three-quarter scale
2: three-quarter so scale, it okay. it
5: feels like a real city. We have blue sky and clouds and trees, but as an adult, um, you know how uh, you, it's uh, a little bit like us experiencing what kids must feel like when they go into regular-sized buildings and how they feel a little small. We as adults just feel a little bit large because it really is designed to put kids at the center of the experience.
2: Now, the kids who are working there, are they working there full-time? Do they work there seasonally?
5: Well, we have um, a number of what we call supervisors who um, just help the kids, uh, train them for the, the various jobs that they're performing. Um, but the actual children who experience Kidzania typically come for a five-hour experience.
2: But, okay, let me see if I understand this correctly, though. If you come as a guest, do you work in some of these gigs, or are you a customer to other kids working there?
5: Well. Um, As a guest, as a child who's experiencing KidZania, you actually are performing jobs. So you might be a veterinarian, you might be an arborist, you might be a pilot or a dentist, about a 20-minute experience that is guided by an adult supervisor. So to you, you're working, but to us as adults, we see that they're really having a lot of fun
2: and, and d- does the child who's a visitor and working get to keep whatever money passes across the counter?
5: They do. They are, um, they are paid in our currency, which is called KidZo's. And there are some experiences that they actually need to spend their KidZo's on. So when they, they come in through our entrance, which is set up as an airport, so they get the experience of what's it like to fly into the, the uh, nation of Kidsania, they receive a check for 50 KidZo's and they can rent a car, they can go to the theater, but pretty soon they're going to run out of kids' and then they realize, oh, I've got to work if I want to spend more money. And so then they do these jobs, they receive their kids' they put them in a bank account, they can earn interest um, that will accumulate between visits. So it really is about teaching kids important lessons in financial literacy and the value of saving and earning
2: okay. um,
5: as well as collaboration problem solving the kids are learning a lot of important life lessons while they're having fun
2: okay cami i just want to ask you to either keep your mouth a little closer to the phone or speak up just a bit you're sort of coming in and out on us um... my guest is cami dunaway she's the american president of Kidzania, which is a worldwide uh... uh conglomerates too big a word collection of um, of attractions, amusement parks, if you will, I don't know if that's the right term, that kids can go to and, uh, and uh, learn grown-up roles and also participate with other kids who are playing grown-up roles. It's coming to the United States in 2014. Is that, the, is that the goal, Cammie? That is the goal. Okay, and where? Do we know yet?
5: So we are currently looking at locations in Chicago, in New York, and in Los Angeles. And ultimately plan to have about 14 Kidzanias in major cities throughout the United States.
2: Okay. Again, I need you to, for some reason, your voice starts fading down from time to time. If you can speak just a little louder, that'd be great. Okay. Um, when you say 14, you don't mean 14 in the U.S., do you?
5: Yes. So that is our goal, oh. is to ultimately have 14 in the United States. Starting in 2014, we hope to be opening one every year or every nine months in the United States.
2: All right. Now, two questions. Well, let me start with this. I'm trying to still determine the size of this. When you say 73,000 square I don't know what that means. I mean, is this an acre of land or a couple acres?
5: These are indoor experiences.
2: Oh, that's right. It's indoor. I They're forgot. They're
5: typically right. located within a mall, and they ah. are about 150,000 um, square, square feet. I so see. it feels like, a large, uh, like going into a large department store maybe would be the best reference.
2: Okay. So I shouldn't call it an amusement park.
5: You know, we don't think of it as an amusement park because there are no rides, there are no arcade games. It really is about creating um, real-life experiences for kids.
2: And how long does an average visitor stay in in a Kidzania facility?
5: So an average stay would be five hours, though within that five hours, uh, children can only do about 10% of all of the activities that we have to offer. So typically kids will come back again and again uh, to experience uh, all the various careers and activities.
2: And meanwhile, their Kidzania money is earning interest in the First National Bank of Kidzania.
5: That's exactly right.
2: And one thing, when I was reading the description from your website at the start of this interview, um, there's mention of um, uh, national brands and so on. Is this seen, I mean, do they pay a price to, uh, to be in Kidzania? Is this seen by them as a marketing vehicle for their brand?
5: So we work with industry partners in various in uh, various uh, professions in order to create really um, authentic experiences for the kids. So, for example, in Dubai, we're working with Emirates Airline because they know how to run an airline. They know how to uh, teach kids about being a flight attendant. They create um, flight simulators to teach kids about being pilots. Um, similarly, we may work with a packaged goods company like um, Listerine to teach kids about dentistry. So it really makes the experience more authentic and makes sure that we provide uh, just the very best content for the kids.
2: Interesting, very interesting. I can't believe I've never heard of this. This is
5: Yeah, well, one this... of the things I wanted to make sure to mention as well is that this week we celebrated the official opening of our 10th facility in Cuquilco, Mexico. Mm -hmm. And we're actually honored to have the First Lady of Mexico, Marguerite Zavala, um, open up our doors. And for anyone who's planning a trip to Mexico City this summer, um, Cucuoco is about a 20-minute drive from the heart of Mexico City. And it is uh, our newest experience. It's actually outdoors. And kids can do things like drive cars. We have the world's largest trackless driving Teaching kids all about driving responsibility and and driving safely, uh, we have a lot of um, brand new activities, a lot around things like environmental stewardship and civic responsibility.
2: So all right, what I'm going to do, what here. I'm going to do is send folks Cami to your website. It's Kidzania, just like it sounds, k-i-d-z-a-z-a-n-i-a dot com. Kidzania dot com, and coming soon to American 2014. Cami, thanks for joining us. Thanks so much, Rudy. We'll be right back in Rudy Maxa's world in just a moment. Call
0: now to talk to Rudy Maxa at 800-387-8025. You can also email the show anytime at info at rudymaxa.com.
2: I'm happy to bring you the next chapter in a fun contest series sponsored by our friends at Travel Guard. It's one of thousands of true travel tales they receive every year. Diane and her friend were enjoying a summer cruise in the Mediterranean when her legs started to itch uncontrollably. She let it go, thinking it would get better. But when she noticed it getting inflamed and red, her mind went to her worst fear. For the rest of the story, and a chance to win a Kindle, visit TravelGuard.com slash stories. TravelGuard is a worldwide leader in travel insurance and assistance.
3: Get in the zone!
1: Gas mileage can suffer the longer you wait to change your oil. And with gas prices so high, regular oil changes can help protect your engine and your wallet. Right now at AutoZone, get a 5-plus quart jug of Valvoline conventional motor oil and an STP oil filter for just $20.99. Or upgrade to Valvoline Max Life High Mileage for just a little more. See store for restrictions and details. Fight off high gas prices with help from AutoZone. Parts are just part of what we do. Get in the zone. AutoZone.
0: Participate in the program. Call now at 800-387-8025 or log on to rudymaxa.com. Here's Rudy Maxa.
2: Welcome back. This segment of Rudy Maxa's World is brought to you by our friends at Travel Guard. It's a Chartist company. It's a worldwide leader in travel insurance. Travel Guard provides products and services to millions of travelers around the globe. The company helps leisure and business travelers alike solve problems and manage risks. I need somebody like that. And right now, if you visit travelguard.com forward slash stories, You can read the newest story in a series of true travel tales, and you'll be eligible to win a new Kindle. Every year, Travel Guard receives thousands of stories from its travelers about their experiences on the road. And in this latest one, a woman with some scary symptoms while on a trip to the Mediterranean finds herself fearing the worst. You can find the rest of the story, the ending. It's a very short story. And uh, have a chance to win a Kindle by going to TravelGuard.com forward slash stories. It is about, oh, it's about uh, 34 minutes after the hour. And Monterey is a state in Mexico, in the northeastern part of Mexico, pretty close to California. Its main city is uh, Monterey. It's Mexico's wealthiest city and third largest city. And it's sort of a nervous place, if you believe uh, a report recently in the Los Angeles Times. It's a city, according to the Times, beset by shootouts, armed robberies, and mass panic incidents. More than 400 people have been killed in the state of Monterey so far this year, well, as of March anyway, compared to 315 the same period last year. Uh, there have been shootouts in malls. There. there are reports that the entire police force is, uh, are on the payroll of organized crime. This is not a place you might naturally think to be a happy place. Uh, but, journal- but writer, uh, National Geographic writer and author Dan Butner just returned from there. He actually wrote about Monterey as one of the happiest places in the world in his book called Blue Zones. Um, and he just returned from Monterey. I want to invite him on the show and see if anything's changed in Monterey since he wrote the book. Hey, Dan, welcome. Sure.
3: Nice to talk to you, Rudy.
2: Sorry for that that bleak setup, but it certainly is in contrast <laughs> with uh, a happy place. What's going on?
3: Well, you you know, we worked with with uh, four huge databases to find the statistically happiest region of the happiest country on each of four continents, and. 2008, when I wrote the book Thrive, Happiness the Blue Zones Way, we it was Monterey, Mexico. It was the, the area of Nuevo Leon. It's actually the richest region in, in all Mexico. It's only about 150 miles south of Laredo, Texas, and it was hard to believe even back then because there were all these reports of narco Well, I was recently invited back about a month ago to do a series of speeches, and the universities there it's done another wave of surveys to see if all this uh, this, this, this crime and and kidnappings had had impacted the happiness of Monterey. And the answer was, yes, it did, but only a tiny amount. Uh, there is a little bit more fear. But statistically speaking, actually, uh, Monterey is no more dangerous than New Orleans or Detroit when it comes to your chance of getting murdered. So it, it, sh- it, it, it shouldn't inhibit you from going there any more than it would be going to Mardi Gras or Jazz Fest.
2: I'll be darn, I'll be darn. Because I, I know the L.A. Times story also talked about these uh, police checkpoints at, at roads coming in and out of the city, that they'll stop vehicles and inspect them and so on. So there is a palpable presence of security, which, you know, while it may make some people feel good and might make others nervous, people tend to get nervous about guys with black masks on and machine guns uh, being in their day-to-day life.
3: I, I'm not disputing that, and if you look at the newspapers, you often see the, the front page, the lured photo of somebody who's been assassinated. But I'm just talking statistically speaking. You're you're no more likely to be murdered there than you are in these major, many major cities in the United States.
2: And, and I'm guessing uh, a lot of these. Mur- I,
3: I didn't really feel the fear.
2: And I, I'm guessing a lot of these murders are bad guys killing bad guys.
3: Yeah, they're not necessarily targeting tourists. If you're if you're involved in the, the drug trade or you're an imposing gang, uh, you, that that's uh, that's where the murders are happening.
2: I uh, should also say, in defense of Monterrey, there are a lot of top companies who are th- are there. Uh, uh, one of Mexico's most presi- prestigious universities is there. Is that where you were speaking at at the Tech de Monterrey? Yeah.
3: Yes. Yeah. Ah, okay. Yes. And and the reason the reason why this area of Mexico is the happiest region is because they have, most people have their fundamental needs taken care of. They have food, they have shelter, there's relatively low unemployment, Uh, you know, Tecate beer, Modelo, and most of the jeans we wear wear here in America are are constructed there. Huge cement. There's there's great industry. Most people have enough and what they have that gives them that little extra happiness bump, they tend to be very religious. Ninety percent of them say religion is the most important thing in their lives. Uh, beautiful churches, most of them are Christians. There's all kinds of variants from Christian, Christianity. And then, of course, their definition of the family tends to be a lot more inclusive than ours. It's not just your siblings and your parents and your spouse, but it's your cousins, your aunts and uncles, and, and uh, the, the distant relatives that live in the United States who will sometimes send money back if you get in trouble
2: is uh, monterey city a pretty place
3: it's beautiful the core there's it's it, it's a it's a great fusion of modern architecture from the from the trans, from the prosperity but also there's a, a a colonial central that you can walk around in and it looks like 300 years didn't happen uh and it's surrounded by beautiful desert and the uh, uh, Sierra Madre is just to the south. There are, uh, there are seven beautiful peaks that surround the city itself that kind of stand over it like sentinels.
2: All right, Dan Butner, we'll take your word for it. Thanks for the uh, on-the-scene eyewitness report. You can pick up uh, any of Dan's books um, called Thrive or Blue Zones, or you can check out uh, his website. Just search Dan Butner, and you'll be there. Go to BlueZones.com. We'll be right back in Rudy Max's World. Hey, folks, how will you get home if a riot or natural disaster happens while traveling? If you're like me, you'll have membership with On Call International. On the phone is the company's CEO, Mike Kelly. Mike, tell us about this coverage.
3: On Call International's deluxe membership includes all the great benefits of our annual membership, but also covers emergency evacuation due to earthquakes, volcanoes, political riots, military coups, and more.
2: Folks, save 30% off your membership today with the code rmaxa 30 at OnCallInternational.com. Did you know you could earn a
0: transfer discount
2: just by switching your motorcycle policy over to GEICO? And if you already insure
0: your car with GEICO, you could even get a multi-policy discount. I've always wondered what it's like to ride a motorcycle, to ride my steel horse across the land, fighting crime alongside a tall brunette, Francesca. Sorry, my mind went to a strange place there. Where was I? All the GEICO motorcycle discounts right.
1: Call Geico or visit Geico.com
0: today to see how much our discounts could save you.
3: Get in the zone!
1: Paying close attention to your brakes can keep a small problem from getting worse. And the experts at Autozone say it's important to check the entire system. That means you should regularly inspect your brake pads as well as rotors and hardware and replace any component that's worn. It's the right way to maintain brake performance and maximize pad life. Stay ahead of a break problem before it starts with help from AutoZone. Parts are just part of what we do. Get in
5: the zone.
1: AutoZone.
5: If you're the mother of a child with behavior problems, I'd like to talk to you. My name is Janet Lehman. I'm a behavioral therapist and a mom. I know what it's like when the child you love becomes a defiant, out-of-control child who disrespects you. That's why my husband, James, and I created the Total Transformation, the program that tens of thousands of moms are now using to turn around their child's behavior. If you've heard about the Total Transformation and wondered if it will work for you, now you can try it for free. I'm willing to give away a thousand programs today for free. All you need to do is get the program and let us know how it works for you. We'll let you keep it for free. I know the total transformation works because I used these techniques with my own son and with troubled kids for over 30 years. Let me prove to you that it works by giving you the program for free.
1: Call now.
0: 1-800-586-1440. 1-800-586-1440. That's 1-800-586-1440. Does your furnace need repair? Your house need cleaning? Or maybe you're ready to update your kitchen or bath, big or small? Whatever your home improvement need, log on to homebuild411.servicemagic.com. Service Magic is a free online resource with instant access to top-rated remodelers, maids, handyman roofers, and many other home contractors. Go to homebuild411.servicemagic.com. It's quick, it's free, and there's no obligation. Visit homebuild411.servicemagic.com. Got a question or comment? Need advice? Jump on board now by calling the show at 800-387-8025 or visit the show anytime at RudyMaxa.com.
2: Now back to Rudy Max's World. It's 43 minutes after the hour. It's all travel all the time here in Rudy Max's World. Nice to have you with us this June weekend. Well, let's say you are planning a honeymoon or you know somebody who's about to graduate from high school or college and you want to sort of put together you know, when I help them take a trip and, you know, maybe you can't afford the $800 or the $2,000 or whatever it's going to cost to send them on a trip. There's a website that, among other things, uh, lets you put it on a tab. It's called mytab.co, not com.co, mytab.co. And you can set up an account for someone and any number of people can contribute uh, to their travel fund. And the, I guess, uh, Heidi, uh, uh, Hedy uh, Kundal, Hedy, do you, I know you run the website. Are you the founder of it as well?
6: I am. I'm the big cheese.
2: You're the, you're the grand fromage. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. So mytab.key, what does CO stand for? Company?
6: .co, it, it actually used to be the domain for Columbia, That then they opened it out. And so last year, a load of companies were coming forward and claiming .cos because so many .coms were taken. And so, again, in our case, a .com was taken, so we decided to go for the .co.
2: All right. So, so now why
6: they, like, Google uses it, Facebook uses it, Twitter uses it, loads of companies use .co.
2: All right, so let's we'll make this clear. It's mytab.co. So did I yes. describe how it works perfectly, or do you want to you refine that a little? Better than me. No, I doubt that. <laughs> um, but there's other things that, that uh, there are other attributes to your site. Tell us a little about it.
6: Okay, so what what we're doing with my tab is uh, what you said was great. Obviously, it was a, a way to be able to save travel cash and also shout out. Can you put it on my tab? so friends and family can contribute towards your trip. And we're doing it so it's got a nice value system that I know that if I gift you Rudy towards your birthday and you want to take a trip with that, and no, and you're not just going to cash the money out and just use it for utility bills. Or uh, Through PayPal, you're using it towards a really great trip. But you can also say you've got girls or guys doing getaways. Forget about the saving part. They can just use our planning feature and also just use the saving feature. Um, so you, you want to be planning together, yet you want to be saving and booking separately so nobody has to be the stressed team leader organizing and funding it and trying to recoup the cash back. So it's just a very nice, simple way of not scrambling around elsewhere for the lowest deals that don't exist because you've got money in your MyTub account and you can justify uh, using this uh, towards a fantastic trip that you've saved and friends and family have gifted. Well,
2: wait a minute. You so go back to that very first over- point here. you made. How do you ascertain that the money you give John, he's not going to run out and use it to buy drugs? How do you know he's going to use it for travel?
6: Because it stays in my tab, It's the same thing as a store gift card. Say, for example, you can't use a Target gift card over at Best Buy. We're running the same platform. And the reason why we're running this is because we also have an extra feature called Match My Cash. And we can then negotiate with travel suppliers because we have a cash-rich, travel, uh, ready-to-travel audience who, um, who have funds in their accounts so that we can then negotiate on behalf of the customer. So holding the money in the account as opposed to cashing out and using elsewhere lets the customer now have this huge empowerment and control that helps the travel industry target these customers specifically who have the funds ready to go on a fantastic trip. And so, so Joe recipient or- great value because you're not taking the cash out.
2: So Joe recipient or Joe customer or whatever you want to call him, is not just pulling the money out and putting it in his pocket and hopefully going to buy an airline ticket. You buy the airline ticket w- with the money in the account...
6: Yes. I mean, so say, for example, John, uh, John customer's got, um, I don't know, $700 in his account. He can search my tab to be able to book travel. And we work with Expedia. So you know that we've got a huge range of flights and hotels to to choose from. uh, And the flexibility and the great prices that go with that. But we also, there may be other people like John that are going to the same destination, around about the same time, so that's where we, as we scale up, can then negotiate with, say, for example, United Airlines. There's 3,000 Johns going to New York for a honeymoon uh, with a spouse to give us an exclusive deal. Um, so that's where the customer becomes really big with this. And John is not taking the money out and spending it on, on drugs. <laughs> right, well, I or, know that or I paying off his his, his... his anniversary and he's used, oh, his honeymoon, he's going to use it for a trip.
2: All right. Uh, oh, yeah, and he's not using it to pay off his, his Neiman Marcus credit card, for example.
6: There um, you go, which that's why, I mean, so many gift cards. It's like, was it 100 billion gift cards a year are purchased and 30 billion aren't used or re-gifted? I mean, that's just ridiculous. There's no value for the recipient or the customer. Whereas with ours, I know that Johnny's going to go on the honeymoon and not going to pay the Neiman Marcus bill off. He's not going to it. push out. To he, any he listeners nice who have
2: activity. all those unused gift cards, I'll give you my address later. You can send them to me, and uh, I'll <laughs> take care of using them. Hey, and then uh, I'll
6: re-give them over to somebody else.
2: <laughs> exactly. Hedy Kundal is the founder and uh, grand fromage of the website called mytab.co. Check it out. It's a great way to fund a uh, recent graduate or a family friend or anybody else uh, uh, for traveling. Thanks for joining us, Hetty. Thank
6: you. This is brilliant. Thank you so much.
2: <laughs> it's brilliant. I, I hope it is. When we come back, we'll try to continue being brilliant. i got a couple of deals of the week for you. Don't go away.
0: To join Rudy Maxa, call 800 387 8025. You can email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Maxa's
2: World. Welcome back. This is the hour here in Rudy Maxa's World. Let me see, did I have any last minute news I wanted to give you? No, I think we're pretty much uh, covered in that. You know, we're celebrating National Trails Day today. Um, But let me give you a heads-up, a little advance notice about next weekend. On Saturday, June 9th, it's Get Outdoors Day. Well, we could call it today Get Outdoors Day as well. But anyway, um, here's the deal about Get Outdoors Day. (laughs) Get Outdoors about Get Outdoors Day. Entrance to the nation's national parks will be free all day, Saturday, January 9th, all of them everywhere. Lots of state parks are joining in, too. Lots of other places that aren't, you know, government uh, entities. You can find more details at getoutdoorsday.org. So next June 9th, plan a trip to a local national park, maybe a state park, and uh, your admission should be free. I know they are at national parks. I don't know how many states are participating, so you might want to check that out before you go. All right, got a couple other deals of the week for you. There's that cash register. Hey, how about heading to Chicago? Chicago's a very cool city, and this is a lovely time of the year to go before the humidity uh, kicks in, hopefully. Um, There's a new, I should say, a renovated hotel. It's called Public. Public Hotel. It used to be the Ambassador East in Chicago, a very famous hotel. It had what was called the Pump Room as the restaurant. You've heard about it probably. Uh, Well, the Public, it's reopened as the public, or as public, and uh, there still is a Pump Room. And it was totally reconceived by Ian Schrager. He's sort of the godfather of boutique hotels from decades ago when he started the Paramount in in New York City. Um, His idea with public was to marry the service of a five-star hotel with the value of like, oh, a Hilton Garden Inn or a Marriott Courtyard. Uh, Schrager said, you get what you need and get rid of what's unnecessary. So he's uh, he's got a boutique hotel concept and a fairly large hotel. He did, under public pressure, keep the name The Pump Room, but he changed everything else. Public area is sort of a hangout uh, with stylish photographs on the walls. But here's the deal. Rooms are less than $200 a night. And during June, they're about $140 a night. Um, again, it's sort of a boutique hotel. You're, you're, for example, room service is delivered in a paper bag. Uh, Wi-Fi is free, but you've got to request a robe if you want one. But Uber chef Jean-Georges von Ger- Gerichten did the menu with some reasonably priced menu items. Pea soup at dinner is only $8, for example um uh, so it's a pretty cool hotel to stay in if you're visiting chicago and this deal is called spring fling so you go to publichotels.com, public hotels plural though there's only one of them at the moment and check out spring fling and you may be able to get a double room for only 140 dollars a night in june if you're headed to new orleans the new orleans marriott's got a deal they're offering rooms as low as 119 dollars a night uh now through the end of september if you book if 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 okay. So if you think you're going to go to New Orleans anytime between now and the end of September, and you want to stay at a, at a at a well-priced hotel, the New Orleans Marriott will give you a room as low as $119 a night if you book by June 18th. All right. So you got uh, what six, 15, 16, a little over two weeks away uh, to make your decision about booking a date at the New Orleans Marriott at a special deal. Go to the New Orleans Marriott New Orleans Marriott website. Click on Offers and Packages and choose the one called Summer Fun in NOLA. The promotional code is WBZ. Hmm, WBZ, that's an old radio station, isn't it? I believe it is. Um, also through May and June, there's some good deals on Nantucket Island, but uh, the dates aren't all that attractive unless you just want to slip in for a night or two. Um, let me tell you about them. For example, you can check into the elegant Jared Coffin House. It's in, right in downtown Nantucket. You'll pay only $125 a night, but only June 3rd through 6th. That's a pretty narrow window, but that does compare to $320 during primetime in August. At the Wauwunet, the, uh, it's $225 a night on June 6th and 7th. And on Nantucket's dock, the cottages, those are very nice little grayboard uh, cottages, $255 a night June 3rd and June 5th and June 17th. Nightly rate in July is usually $445. So you see what I'm saying here. June 3rd, June 5th, June 17th. Well, too bad June 4th isn't on there. You could have made it a three-night stay. So I admit the dates aren't all that attractive unless you just want to go in for a night or two. But if that does appeal to you, if you just want to, if you live in the Boston area, New England area, you just want to go over to Nantucket for an evening, have a lovely dinner, and uh, walk the beach, visit dot com. Click on Hot Dates, Cool Rates at the bottom of the homepage, and that's where you'll find more details and you'll find these very uh, very precise dates at this Uh, deal is good for. Well, Travel and Leisure magazine uh, named the American cities with the worst-dressed residents. Let's count down from number six, which I was surprised to see, was Dallas-Fort Worth. I always thought those big-city Texans had more style, but the magazine blamed uh, big hair and uh, conspicuous designer uh, labels as culprits for their unfavorable ratings. So number six was Dallas-Fort Worth. Fort Worth, excuse me. In fifth place, another Texas city, San Antonio. Orlando took fourth place, though the editors admitted it might be the badly dressed tourists who accounted for that negative uh, uh, rating. Baltimore came in third. I don't know why Baltimore came in third. It's a pretty cool city. Maybe it's a a blue-collar town. I don't know. Second was Salt Lake City. (laughs) Editors of Travel and Leisure said there are only only so many ways to wear a polo shirt. So that's why Salt Lake City came in third. Um, Excuse me, second. Salt Lake City was second. And the number one place, the first place as home of the nation's worst dressers, was declared to be Anchorage, Alaska. I have a feeling practicality because of the climate comes in front of fashion there. All right. We're wrapping it up for this week here in Rudy Max's World. Have a lovely June weekend. Have a na- wonderful National Trails Day. Go out walking, do a little thinking, do a little deep air breathing. We're going to be right back here next week in Rudy Max's World, next uh, uh, same time, same station, and I hope you'll join us. I want to thank Jeff Ryder, my engineer, and a Schofield's executive producer of Rudy Max's World. See you next weekend.